Folks, to episode 90 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, brother? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. Like, it's, it, it, you know, because it's the holidays, we, we're like, take it, take it a little easier lately. Yeah, fuck yeah. And absolutely. I mean, why not, right? But uh, in the time we've been away, some stuff's come out since then. And um, so I, I guess just jumping in, uh, we, we got a little teaser for the peacemaker show like a trailer like an actual trailer for the show yeah and it was a long it was very long it was a very long I, trailer <laughs> i'm like you might as well just give me a, like an episode already if you're gonna give me a trailer that long um right yeah i agree oh what'd you think tex i think my i think i was in the same headspace as you where i was like you might as well have just given us a scene from the show yeah you know like I and that's where I thought it was gonna go because originally I saw it um during a SmackDown and um I was like okay cool they're gonna give us a scene and then I saw the trailer I'm like oh it was it was kind of the same exact thing um, yeah I'm, I don't know. I'm very underwhelmed honestly after you know after watching Suicide Squad and him being such a standout piece of that uh, whole cast. It was a very it's um it was very underwhelming. It's too it's too meh, you know, very um yeah, I, non spectacular, you know. I think it's too much of him. I think that's like the I I know it's like yeah, it's called Peacemaker, but like clearly Peacemaker only worked as part of an ensemble. You yeah. know, so like that's why there's another ensemble here. Yeah, but they like, did yeah, exactly. They did surround him with a bunch of people, so hopefully that can yeah. help things out that guy um who played uh king shark is uh and the guy from uh a waller's team the tall dude the big dude yeah and uh and i forget her name but the blonde lady like they're they're carryovers from the movie and uh i'm sure it's gonna be funny and i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of like uh you know tie-ins to the whole james gunn's version of dc's universe kind of thing but like at the same time i'm feeling the same where i'm like Kind of, I'm like, eh, yeah, you know, like, uh, when's that come out anyway? Yeah. You know what? I don't even remember. So that tells you something, right? Like, it's not even that much on the radar. Uh, it, it's probably not that far into January. I feel like it's a January thing. But Again, like, I'm very, um, very underwhelming. Um, I hope yeah. I'm wrong. I hope it is a surprisingly good show. Um, I'll take a solid, decent watch, you know. But right now, from what I saw, it looks very normal, very blah. But moving yeah. on, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of... Uh, yeah, it is in January. Okay. So, speaking of blah, um, so we, I think we mentioned it here in passing before. And we've done we've done an episode looking back on the classics. Go check that one out. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's coming to Netflix. So, first of all, uh, that's a good sign, right? Because now we don't have to go it's, actually go. Yes, I already have Netflix. So that's a great first step. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's apparently one of those you know reboot sequels that all these movies are doing now, 
where it's like, oh, yeah, this is the real sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, because the whole gimmick is that he's older now. And, uh, right. And you do see an older, an older Leatherface. I'm just, I'm trying to think as to, like, how he's still alive. It's it's the how or why, right? Yeah, like, like because yeah. I, um, as, uh, as Tex mentioned, folks, uh, go back to the archives. We do a versus uh, between the the original 1974 one and then the one mm-hmm. from uh with jessica beale and we also discuss all, all the other ones that i managed to watch in between there and there are a couple different kind of multiverses as there is in marvel in this thing um so like there is a couple different timelines here uh, depending on which one they choose to grab um i don't know um i'm just got like, like you said text i'm glad it's on netflix um i don't know how they'll connect everything back to the original but again it's like i mentioned i don't know which timeline they're following are they following the actual well, um yeah the I, sawyers I um, I think it's another it's another universe reboot kind of thing. I think it's it, it, they do say explicitly say that like it's well no in like interviews and stuff they have explicitly said it's following the the original movie. Okay, so, so it's is, following the story. Yeah, this is yet another rebooted okay. like yeah. Uh, cool. You know what? Like the quality looks pretty good from what I saw. Um, right, I'm down. It's on Netflix. It's free. And, yeah. And that's I'll, what I'll it is. It. Like the fact that it has the Netflix like brands oh, like dude, slapped on it, kind of. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna watch it already pickings. because of that. Easy, yeah, I'm like easy pickings, man. Yeah, and that's the only reason why we're being so kind to it. You know, because <laughs> because like if they uh, if they made us go, yeah, because it's for uh, it, it's Fetty Alvarez, right? Yeah, he's producing, but like that don't that doesn't yeah, mean anything anymore. It's like I told As, you, he's completely lost all his cred in my book. He uh, checked out with dope, like he produced Don't Breathe too. He put I, his name on that. I dude. don't like, understand. Um, go listen to that episode. Like, yeah, he, he put his, he put his name on that shit. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> talk in deep length about that. So I don't want to get into it. But I just kind of his name on stuff doesn't mean anything anymore. It, it um, really doesn't. Just like Eli Roth, his name doesn't mean anything anymore. Um, whoever Agreed. feels that he has any kind of credential out there, then just you can at me anytime, folks. Absolutely. Um, uh, well, let's let's talk about good looking stuff. Let's talk about stuff, some right? good shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we got our first look at the new Spider Verse movie. Uh, so it's Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Part one. Yeah. So, dude, so yeah. just real that's quick. A, that's it, a lot just like right in one go, right? Is it a teaser <laughs> or is it like a little like um a little clip or something that we got? Because oh, it, it wasn't a real trailer. It, it felt it felt very incomplete as a trailer. It was very no, yeah. cool. It was the opposite of what Peacemaker did. Yeah, Like because you know, Peacemaker, we thought we got like oh, just show you know, a clip from the you know fucking what it is thing. On it is like we're so used to having trailers like explain everything for us. Kind you of know, that right, right now we actually you're got right. a teaser trailer, a legit teaser trailer. We're like, I don't know what to do right now because I. Don't, what is happening? What, what is does going this all on? mean? But it looks absolutely <laughs> awesome. I love. Um, I just love. I really love how they aged Miles Morales. By the way, um, oh yeah, how he just looks older, but like it's they did a very good job of that. Like he still looks like Miles. Yes, right? exactly. Like, but yeah. you, but you know he's older. You know. Yes. Um, yes. I can't wait to see more of it. Um, we. We get a glimpse of Spider-Man 2099, right? Yes. Which is dude. awesome. 
Because like, who would have thought we would have seen that shit on the big screen, bro? Dude, I'm so excited because like you because uh, 2099 shows up in that post credit scene for the first one. Yes, and uh, and it's Oscar Isaac voicing him, and they have also confirmed that he's voicing him again in this new one. Nice. So like I'm Marvel like, for life. <laughs> yeah, that's already a lot of things to look forward to. Not even to mention like how many Spider Men they're gonna fucking put in this thing, right? Like I multiverses uh, like. Everywhere they're gonna put in all kinds of and like um like maybe the Japanese one maybe like the you know the punk one dude the, uh, yeah like the one with the little vest right as well yeah yeah like ah oh, dude there's but there's you know, a lot you know what too what's awesome and and why the first one was so successful besides having such a solid story is the fact that because it is animated they they're pretty much able to do anything they want and yeah. they can put like legit panel to fucking film you know and right. uh oh, i can't wait dude and the fact that it's part one i'm just hoping part two doesn't stagger a year away i don't know how the whole thing is gonna work out but i'm just so excited about this one and like like i said i don't know what's gonna go on but um it's cool how it's funny how they first started the whole like multiverse thing right right um, yes. uh and now they're going back to it while everybody else already, you know, is back in, in the same uh, in the same boat as they are now. So I'm curious if there's going to be any kind of uh, Easter eggs in there and shout outs, yeah, like, you know? Tie, like tie into the live action stuff? Yeah. Oh, dude, that, you know, that'd be so easy. Like, if you can't get... Like, if you can't get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back for the live-action one, bring him back his voices, right? Dude, that's like, what I'm saying, right? What a, yeah, you're absolutely Or even Tom right. Holland could just pop in real quick, you know? Because you're, it's you're all these multiverses, bro. You're absolutely right. Because it's animated. You can do whatever you want. Like it's, Yes. And, the, you're, and, and yes. it's a voice thing. You know, these guys can show up in a studio for, like... Uh, like a couple hours making honest days work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're right. Record all their Dude, lines. Yeah, how in one awesome day would that be, fucking... man? But um, but yeah, like I'm just very excited that they're coming back. It's um, I think the only Marvel film that's actually won an Oscar. So uh, I mean, with good reason. With good reason. Like, yeah, it's a good fucking movie. It looks and great. Like, My kids are excited about it. I'm excited about it. I know you're excited about it. Um, you I know mean, one movie that um, uh, I was not really excited about, Tex, but uh, um, uh, folks, as we go into our future presentations, we have to give you a heads up, all right? Oh, right. Yeah, because speaking of being forced to go to a theater yeah. to see one. Uh, Just being Speaking of taking one for the team. Right? Yeah, because you know we we almost had like looking behind the curtain. We almost had an episode last week. Yeah, you know, or you know bef- we almost had an episode be- prior to this one where um, we talked about the movie we checked out. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's exactly we, the movie that we checked out from. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like yeah. just just real quick, folks. Uh, that way we get some time for some good shit. Um, right. We're talking about uh, Resident Evil. Uh, welcome to Raccoon City. That's the real like tagline, right? Like, yes, yes. Resident City. Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, dude. We we both went and saw this. In we theaters. both went and saw it. Um, please, you know, stay away from it. Go back and watch the actual ones with Mila Jovovich in it. I I don't even like. I don't even know. It's like I guess. I guess if you're like a super, where do you, you have start, to like, man? Like, where do you start I, with no, this one, Tex? Because well, no, I I think. 
you have to be like a super hardcore fan of the games, but like every part of the games, like you have to like the the story, you have to like the visuals, you, you gotta have to like, like all the, the little side characters and shit too, you, right? You like, gotta like really like it because it's straight up like that on on the big screen. Like it looks like a fan movie. Like it's straight up like the whole time I was like, why isn't this on demand? This is an on demand it, movie. It's a one hundred percent on demand movie. One hundred percent. And you know what's funny? Like the fact that we got a trailer. I remember when you brought it up, Tex. You were like, "Yo, we got a Resident Evil trailer." I'm like, "Oh, you mean the show on Netflix?" Because I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have heard of a live action. I'm sorry, like of an animated show um, coming on Netflix, right? And I'm yes, like, "Oh, that." Yes. You're, you're like, "No, like there's a live action." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, when did this happen? Who thought about this? No one." I don't listen. We go through a lot of movie news. Text specifically goes through a shitload of movie news, um, and we didn't hear about this Welcome to Raccoon City version of Resident Evil coming out to theaters. And if if we did, it's it should have been something no, that would go straight to fucking video on demand it, during the pandemic. I could have used this last year as content. Yeah, it legit dropped a trailer a month before it came out. <laughs> yeah, we were like, where did and, this come from? And, and had the goal, like, it, it's it's going back all the way back to when we were talking about old. It's like, you have the nerve to say exclusively in movie theaters with this <laughs> one. You have the like, fucking you asshole. nerve. I'm like, I'm like you, 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 have, made, you made me go there. And, dude, honestly, I remember we you asked me. We went there during, like, during the Thanksgiving holiday. Like, dude, we, we fucking you asked had me legit. Squeeze. You're yes. like, hey, do you remember anything of this movie? And I was like, um, what? Like, I, <laughs> I don't. Maybe uh, uh, it's. It, I don't remember. It's, yeah, it's one it's, of those things. It's such a stay away from it that, like, I think, like, I. To be fair, I think I walked out of it going, you know what? That wasn't the worst thing I've seen because we, like we've said here, we have seen much worse. It's right? true though. It's very it's, true. Yeah, um, but I old also was, <laughs> old was way worse than this. Honestly, <laughs> yes, old yes, was because, way worse. But like th- th- this is egregious in terms of like video game movie standards. Yes, you know what yes, I mean. It's that, totally yes. different because old was trying to give you a story. Like this one, we knew what we kind of were getting because of the Resident Evil name on it. But we have standards in terms of um you know as video game fans and have and being fans of video game movies it's like dude like are you serious with this this you have like you need standards in terms of going to the, of a person going to the theater to see this oh, in the, like that's the other Fuck, thing that it's hurt like, too you, man I, i'm glad I, i'm dude i'm glad i'm on that amc a list shit because dude yeah because oh, oh like, I, I, it, it would have hurt to actually like dish out cash for this movie, honestly. Yeah, like cause cause like you're saying with old old, we were actively hating it while watching it. Oh, like there, there's there's a difference because like that was an experience I remember because the whole time I was like, I fucking hate this movie. But this one, I remember liking it more than you know, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but it wasn't like the you worst said, it was just like, like you said like two hours later I started texting you going, Do you remember watching Dude, this? <laughs> it was underwhelming. It was underwhelming and the action wasn't impactful at all. This is why we don't remember it. Like I know that the bad guy was one of the what the fuck is that is the doctor's name um who in the video game has the big eyeball, right? Right. Um but in the movie he looked a little funky. Uh, from what I remember, but 
I don't remember. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like the big bad guy didn't have that big bad guy a climatic battle. You know, it, it felt very underwhelming when he when he came on screen, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then and then he was only like a real monster for like two seconds. Yeah, and yeah. Then they, and then they blow it up. It totally like, reminded me of the fucking when you first see the the monster in the thing remake. Right, and it's all CG, and you're like, "Oh, let I me mean, just turn this off and just walk away right now." Yeah, you know? like uh, just walk away and go back to I your know. homes. Just walk yeah, away. It, it's just like it, it's it's not good. No, like, it's terrible. I, I I defended some of it, Sonarturo. Like after I like after we were talking about it, I remember defending it. I know. You know I I have the. The text proof yeah, yeah, of you defending I, it because I was like, yeah, it's it's toll trash. <laughs> what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I was defending it because also, like, we both agree it's not the worst movie we've seen this year. No, it's but not. it's also it's also nowhere near the middle. It's also nowhere near the the good side either. So it's like it's but you know what it is though. Text like um, it's lower than average, man. Less yeah, than average. this is a great transition into our uh, um. I know that's gonna super headliner of the uh, like of the of the show, but like it's just going to theaters this year has been super fucking whack, man. <sighs> yeah, that like, was just another hit. Dude. And this one, just... um, this one it definitely puts it there. Like, fuck, it sucked. Like, I am hoping one hundred percent that Spider Man can fucking cure this terrible streak of like just underwhelming movie theater going experiences in 2021 right um which fucking by the way it it, it almost was gonna suck because of the fucking sold out like oh like, yeah time. you had trouble dude, getting your tickets dude yeah, like everything yeah. fucking crashed man but i got my ticket for th- that thursday night so i'm hoping that clears this whole thing but like um resident evil can you know joins a long line of just terrible movies that you know we started watching with spiral you know not it, it's good not yeah good. it's the it's the exact pattern of terrible movie that when we walk out of it going why was it this on demand yes. <laughs> <And so> spiral <laughs> and candy man and old uh, and yeah. old and halloween kills and you know what I mean, kills. and antlers. Shang Chi has is the only one that's provided the really kind of you know decent movie you know, going experience. Is it that fucked up, right? You know, because like, because like even like Suicide Squad, you know, yeah, you saw it in theaters, but like it was also fitting for like the streaming service. Yeah. you know what I mean, right. like. Uh, uh, this is tough, man. Like it's tough, but like you know what, like the the decline of the movie going experience has only heightened the experience at home, right? Yes, with uh, uh, yes, one hundred percent with streamings, um, and the actual content of TV quality sh- uh, the shows, the quality of shows on TV have gone up. Like tonight's fucking example, right? Um, yes, sci-fi's very own you know chucky um which is absolutely honestly in my opinion the best horror thing i've seen all year Um, it feels good to finally say it right it it really does it really does like i love i love midnight mass 
for what it was and for the story it was and for just the mature story, the mature horror story that um, it turned out to be. But Chucky, man, Chucky was just the fun gore horror yeah. like experience yeah. that I wanted from Halloween Kills, you know? And I got it from Chucky, you know what I mean? I got it from Chucky. I wanted that experience from Spyro. I wanted it from Candyman. I wanted it from A Quiet Place 2. You know what I mean? We, we forgot to mention that one. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, yep. I mean, so, but, but Chucky was the one that actually was like, you know what? We're going to take the crown for best horror this year because it was just well written, well cast. Chucky, who I am not personally a fan of until this show, was just absolutely fucking just so evil and such a heel. You know what I mean? And such an, an antagonist that just made it so special. For me as a horror fan, after being so disappointed with everything else. Um, and what's even better was the fact that they used the ca- uh, 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 this cast of kids who are all under 18, you know. So these kids are, yes. you know, like a shining spot in this show as well because that's future talent. I love watching that, you know. And these kids were good. And the story was good. Of all things, the fucking story was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, like... At first, when I first saw the episode, I was like, okay, Jake at first, his acting was a little off, right? But Jake was just being Jake, and I didn't know that until you see more of Jake throughout the show. Yeah, you know so, I mean? yeah, uh, let's just jump right in, Yeah, let's right? jump right in, man. Full so, spoilers, obviously. Yeah, full spoilers for the Chucky TV series. Go check it out now. It's on yeah. Peacock. That, like, honestly, go check that out on Peacock rather yes. than Halloween Kills. Oh, no, like, yeah. I, I know we said no. we wouldn't keep bashing it every episode, but y- we had to a little bit here. But um, go check that out. Then come back and listen to us because, you know, we have a Child's Play episode where we talked about the reboot. And Trash. Cl- yeah. And clearly, like, clearly Don Mancini, the original creator, he took was that like, personally, right? Yeah, like, I, <laughs> Just like that, it definitely Jordan feels shit. like that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, this show definitely feels like he took that reboot personally and was like, no, let me show you how to do this shit. Yeah. So, starting right off the bat, uh, going back to what we were talking about with the original trailer and what you're saying about Jake. So, that's all super intentional. Like, that's, like, the whole, like, we're not supposed to like this kid. We are supposed to think he's the... Like a super awkward, like, yeah, a, yeah. Know. Because remember, like we were just bashing. I'm like, why this kid bring the fucking doll to school and shit? I'm yeah, like, where you it's know. like we get, like we get having antisocial qualities, and you know, and sometimes you know, you don't, yeah, you, know, you know, kids do their own thing. We yeah. we get that, but like we but, were also supposed to feel that about this. Yeah, kid. but also like, all that was out of context. On top of that, yeah, yeah. and then so tying this all back together, the the first episode was the. Probably the biggest surprise of the year overall in terms of just quality. Yeah. I remember, like, I think we both had the same response to the first episode. At the end, we were like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, I, I was yeah. like, oh, this was, uh, like, in terms of, like, quality and production, oh, this was better than I expected it. It wasn't great yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, but yeah. I was like, but it did enough to kind of just captivate me and keep me in there. And I'm like... I definitely need to watch the second episode now. Yes. It, to see yes, where this is all going, you know? Absolutely. Because, like, so the hook this time around uh, in the beginning is that, you know, Chucky is now, like, trying to mentor this kid into killing, you know? <laughs> and is great. That's so such like good. A, that's so good. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I love it. And the fact that, like, 
Um, just um, it's just so much to dig into this thing right now. Um, but right, because yes. yes, but yes. let's just go back to that. Uh, we just said ju- just the fact that um, you have this mentorship relationship going yeah. on, right? That kind of goes throughout the whole show. That he's yes. always trying to get a kid to kill somebody, and um, it's for like a bigger picture. You know what I mean? So pretty much off the bat, just to put it out there, this follows whatever happened in um, yeah, it's Chucky. Complete- Completely canon. Yeah, like, and Seed com- of Chucky. Completely. So much so that I actually had to go back to see. <laughs> I'm like, yo, no, no, dude. Like, I think it was after episode three or something. I was like, no, I got to see what the fuck is going on with this shit, right? Yeah. And, and those movies, they're not good, you know? But I get them now because they're a little better now that I've seen the show. You know what I mean? It, it's... It- that's you know what I think you hit the nail on the head with the show in general. It's making the whole idea of the Chucky doll it, and Charlie's and Charles yeah, Ray dude, that's just what it better is, in man. retrospect. Right? Honestly, yes, Tex, and I hate to say it because I didn't like Chucky. Like yeah, child yes, play, like yes. the movie, the actual villain, the the whole concept. I thought it was silly as fuck. You know what I mean? And but they really managed to kind of dig deep into this TVMA thing and just kind of bring out this evil serial killer, you know, in Chucky and it looks fantastic. The just like the the puppet alone itself, the Chucky doll itself looks awesome. And uh, and obviously, like, Brad Giriff. Like, I, I can't say enough about that, dude. Yeah, you know, so, dude, that guy, what a gem, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely. It's, That's exactly what I tweeted la- out, like, like, a couple months back. What a gem. Brad Giriff is such a gem. The dude is an underrated actor, you know? Um, he's he's good in in a lot of the things that I've seen him when it comes to horror. He he, he was uh he had this really small role in Exorcist three where he would transition in and out of like this possessed body. So it would show you like the original priest from Exorcist one, and then when he was possessed, it would turn to Brad Dourif. So when he was this this character, he was. Dude, he had this monologue that was just, where are you? Like, wh- why have you done, like, like, it's wild that Hollywood missed this. You know what I mean? But that's hard yeah. sometimes. You get those really spectacular performances, you know? Same with his performance in um in Rob Zombie's Halloween as the cop. You know, he was really good as the oh, cop. Oh, yeah, know? that's right. Yeah, especially in, um, in, uh, in, in the second one where he really had to dig deep with those emotions. You know, shit, you know? It, it's... That's the other thing too. Like I, we've talked about this in the past. Where like horror can horror can highlight just like actors who would normally be stuck in like the C tier, right? Like, yeah. and, but yeah. but in the horror world, they're like top tier. And like Brad Dourif, he he's this kind of performer where like he, it, with with Chucky, he understands the character. He understands Charles Lee Ray to to such an extent that like. I don't, it's masterwork, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's clearly you clearly can't just give it off to like Mark Hamill. No, like, it, it, you just can't do and, it. And like, you can tell that's a great fucking point. You, and you can tell. Um, I'm glad you brought up Mark Hamill because he's also a great voice actor, but he's not Chucky. You know, and just, you get yeah. that now. 
you understand that now. I understand that now. Like, even when I saw, like, the reboot, um, I was like, oh, Mark Hamill, whatever, you know. I thought it was odd, you know, being that, you know, Brad Dourif is alive and kicking, you know. Uh, so I thought it was odd that, that they would get him for, you know, a reboot. But I understood it because, you know, obviously, it's a studio remake, right? Right. So they had the budget. Let's throw it at Mark Hamill, who, like I said, is a great voice actor. But after, you know seeing this whole show and seeing the masterful work of Brad Dourif and and where the character of Charles Lee Ray and and, and the character of, of the puppet of Chucky went in the show, you're like, wow, that was a total disservice. The fact that we're even saying this, right? Like, yes. it's still... But then it, also, but then also <laughs> this show is like, like... It's that good. It's that it's just, good that it makes the movies fucking look like garbage you know you you were absolutely right dude those movies are a total disservice to what we just saw like i'm glad that um that it is mancini that's the same dude you know what i mean like involved who who wrote the entire story and has a whole concept in line which is great so i'm glad he's able to kind of just redeem that whole universe um but like i said those movies are not good you know i will say this again they are not good the curse of chucky and this and um and the seed of Chucky, right? Was it, is it no. seed and it cult? Cult. Yes. No. Curse and curse and cult, right? It's curse, seed, and cult. I believe. I, yeah, because it's it's one, two, three. Bride. The one curse. that doesn't have the kid puppet in it. Oh, dude. The okay. last two before the show. Okay. So, it's, so that it's it's cult. cult? It calls the latest movie. Yeah, it's cult and curse. And curse, yes. Yeah, because so he was after two, Bride. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. it's those two movies. The show is based off of those two movies, and obviously there's other like you know Easter eggs sprinkled in based off the rest of the movie. Um, I mean, like of the whole franchise. But the the whole concept of Chucky breaking his soul into fragments is absolute genius. Like, like honestly, like that's that's a cool like, dude. It really is, right? Because like that's that's the other thing. Like, uh, it's kind of a throwaway origin for Chucky, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I like digging back into the show and how it makes the movies better. So, like in the original one, Child's Play, it works just because it's a cool. Like, it's sold on concept alone. Yeah. Right? Regard regardless of how how scared you are of actual, but it did work. There are lots of actual people who are like afraid of it. It worked in that moment, and honestly, too, like. Like I'm not saying I wasn't scared of Chucky because I was I was creeped out of Chucky. It's a killer I fucking agree. doll. Like and the I fact agree. and the fucking fact, dude, the fact that my cousin had one of the good guy dolls too. Yo, we would fucking wrestle that doll all day, bro. <laughs> Make sure that little fucking dude never got up. But yeah, yeah. but you're right though. Like like but, as a little yes. kid, as a little kid, the concept is fucking terrifying. As you got older, you're like. Okay, this is not working. Yes, you know what yes. I mean. Um, but then, like yes. you know, obviously th- there are fans of that stuff, and cool. I'm, I'm glad you like it. That's for you. But as I got older, and as and as I matured as a horror um, viewer and a horror critic, like I wanted more. I wanted more story. Yeah. I wanted shit to make kind of sense. You know, I understand like the voodoo shit. Cool, that made sense for that first one. Just like you said, that worked because it was like a because at that time it was a one off. You didn't think it was gonna be a fucking franchise, so that worked in that point in time. You're like, okay, cool. You know, the yes. voodoo, uh, the killer got shot and he transferred his soul. Cool, whatever. I'll buy into it. It's the '80s, um, right? But as 
the concept didn't get any better as it got older like it just like it like it didn't mature well like friday the 13th concept that matures well because of the dream shit so right the the freddy movies i'm not saying they're good after part one because friday the third uh because uh, a nightmare Uh, yes yes. um after part one are not that good friday the 13th movies they kind of age well because of that whole slasher shit um, because it's just a fun shit and to even, pop in. And even then, arguably... And even then, the they're same, not that it, good either. It, it's the same kind of evolution as Child's Play, where it's it's more of like a... It's more of a lateral move. Like, yeah, you're moving... Oh, totally. you, you know, you're kind of only evolving, but totally. you're not changing... All, all you're not you're changing doing, the base all concept, All you're doing right? is changing the location. Period. Yes, yes. You know, that's um, it. Um, and then with the show, they, they have taken that root of the whole voodoo child doll thing, but then added the extra layer of characterization. You added, yeah. uh, you added character motivation. Yes. You added like, yes. you added this mentorship layer yes. on top of you it. You added a lot of layers to it that, um, just make it into a very solid viewing experience. And on top of that too, what's cool, you don't get into that voodoo shit that deep. The, they get one explanation from Andy or from Andy's babysitter. I forgot what her name was. Yeah. Right? Andy and Kyle, who yeah. from the, from the first, I believe Kyle was part two, right? Cause, uh, Kyle was like his foster sister or something like that from like part two or three i, I yeah forget. yeah Andy, yeah part Andy two. Goes, yeah. yeah so they come back which is so like that's another thing where it's like this is all just like it's a big part, family thing like yeah it's just coming together again yeah it's just all part of this canon but yeah. at the same time if you're just watching it as a tv series yeah i don't think you're that thrown off either no it, it, it like, works it all it just kind of works no, right like, like, i had to go back because i'm a horror guy i'm like yo I want to see what happened. Like, yeah, you need, I you want needed to, to know everything. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. And 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 you know, I got that information. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, but the, uh, back to the story. Like, the story is just really good. And yeah, like, like every yes. episode had you kind of like, fuck. I just want to keep watching more yeah, of this. You know, like it's this it's this wild tone, right? Because like. It's there's so much shit that would be so fucking ridiculous in any other fucking like show oh, or production, yeah, yeah. but here, like, yeah, like look at the look at the base concept for the show, right? There's the killer doll who's like you know transferring a soul to like a billion, like he's, and that's the thing, like it all just makes sense. Like every like every character motivation makes sense. You know, every every move makes sense. Yeah, like every yep, yep. everything just kind of ju- it, it's. It's the perfect kind of story for a TV show. Yeah. You know, I, I think ultimately that's what it is, right? Like, there's a lot going on when you really start to, like, dig in. But a weekly TV show, like, that that ended up being perfect for yeah. it. Yeah, um, exactly. And because there is a lot going on, right? Like, that's why it worked. Because you can cram all the information you need to give. Um, yes. throughout all the episodes and what's even cooler is that the cast of the kids got better as the episodes went yes. along and that's very important just as you know yes. as the actors themselves just getting better in their craft and understanding what their character is supposed to be like you know because at first you're like you know, like these kids are a little off but then like yeah even junior for instance right you're like you're like this kid's a little off man what's going on with this dude but then you're like oh this kid's a little off yeah you know I mean? that's why so that's it why, works uh, man that's why junior like like honestly junior's character development at the end i'm like that's why like i'm like i, I was questioning i'm like yo 
are you that good of an actor? Like, is that why you were off all the fucking show? <laughs> you're in because you are really the one to fucking snap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so and like, and and going back to what you said, like going all the way back to uh, the first episode, it does have a rougher first impression. Like, I'm not gonna lie about that either. Like it. It's good in that, like, wow, like, this is better than I expected, but also it, it has some rough shit in it. And you figure out why, because it is directed by Don Mancini, yeah. where, like, where we will give that dude credit for, like, I'll give him all the credit for, like, having all these ideas and, like, you know taking this story to the next level and bringing his cast along with him, right? Like there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot to respect about a creator who's like, no, I'm bringing, I'm bringing my family along with me. Like you know, it's the Rob Zombie of it all, right? Where it's like, I'm bringing my key players with me. Of course, like everybody's making money with me, but once he handed it off to other directors from the other episodes, Oh, the quality got better. Yeah. For that's sure. why episode, yeah. episode two was 100%. automatically like so much better. And then, I think, I think where I was really fucking in, uh, I don't know if it was episode three or four, but like the house fire scene. Oh, so do it, yeah. When, when Chucky great. makes his move on the house party, yeah. kills a kid, burns the house down. I was like, you know what? I'm in for the long haul. On yeah, this one. dude, like, and that's also like that's what I'm talking about as a horror fan. Like they oh, went, yeah. for it, dude. They yeah. went for it. They were like, we need to go balls to the wall, all out on this shit. And what was awesome is that sci-fi let them. Like, there's f bombs everywhere. Yeah, right. Dude, there's, it, these kids was, are fucking cursing up a storm. I was right? like, I watched a couple of them on USA for a bit, and yeah, like they were dropping f bombs like crazy. Oh, even on dude. USA? Yeah, even on wow. USA, they were dropping like the f bombs, and that, and like the amount of violence they were able to get away with on the show, dude, and like that's and, an understatement. The, <laughs> <laughs> they, and it's evil violence too, because yes. like we say all the time, once you kill a kid, like it's and there's it, a bunch of kids getting killed in this show, and their moms and dads and, too. Yeah, like nobody's safe. Like it's which one? Um, uh, aside from the last episode, which all in itself. Oh, oh yeah, we gotta, about. we gotta, we'll definitely talk about that. But which like, one is fa- your um is your favorite kill? Ooh, okay, so that's tough, right? I, I'm thinking he, myself, man. Because I'm not counting the theater. Yeah, I'm not counting the theater just yet. Because, like, that's the favorite kill. I'm just oh, going to say that right there. That's the favorite. Sweetness. I think the exanguination, I think that's what they call it, with, like, the needles, he sticks in the dude. Oh, and then, like... In the hospital, right? The, yeah. the guard, the cop that was there, like, as uh, acting security, right? Yeah. Like, that, that's a cool kill. Yo, but, he like, stabbed the shit out of him. And then, and then and, and the fact... The evil part about that too was the laugh. He was like, "Yo, I'm having fun. Yeah. I am enjoying myself." And it was like, this. and it was, it was when it was half burned too, like the half burned doll. Yes, the half burned Chucky. Yeah, uh, like, it, it's just cool visuals. And like, other than that, I think the dishwasher one oh, was pretty good too because yes. it's so simple. Yes, it's, I was gonna go that. Yeah, it's, it's simple, simple and it's fit. like it's it's also me having a dishwasher now here at home. <laughs> I think about things like that. I'm very careful. It's safety first here, always. You know yeah, because I mean? now, now you make a point to like make sure everything's like pointed always down, point right? Down always, man, always. Yeah. And that was just that was good. And I was just surprised too of how they just showed the whole thing. I was like, oh shit, they yeah, showed the whole fucking death, man. 
or that that was like in a lesser show that would have been cut away, right? Like oh. it would it would have cut to like a shot of Chucky laughing or in something. a theatrical movie. It would have been cut away. Yeah, like, you know how many times we go to the theater and like and we see all these fucking stupid movies cut away. I think uh, Candyman cut away with some good shit. Spiral as you're, well. You know, you're absolutely right. On, you're, and we got all like I think I I I think what. What we want, like, I think what I want the buddies at home to understand is that we also, you also have to remember, we're talking about a TV show here. A TV this is, show. This is not a channel TV this, show. This aired, this aired on TV. It's a TV show. Like, this, this wasn't, like, yeah, it might be streaming now, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't dropped on Netflix. It wasn't like, you know, this, and they still, did all the stuff that we've been missing from all these fucking theatrical releases. But you know what, Tex? Like, that's... Sorry to to interrupt you, but that's a great point. And just to add to your point, that's been the case all year, right? Yeah. Midnight Mass, Squid Game, Black Summer, right? Yeah. Um, It's been Hawkeye now, right? Yeah. Um, It's been streaming shit, dude. Loki. We we had uh, uh, a Winter Soldier and Falcon earlier. We had uh, um, Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah, uh, dude. Like the streamings have really stepped their game up. They probably heard our show last year. They were like, "Yo, <laughs> these motherfuckers are talking so much shit right now. We gotta step up our game." And that's exactly what they did. And that's why it's so disappointing that all these movies that are just exclusive, exclusive, exclusive end up being so disappointing. Yet we got this fantastic show on fucking sci-fi channel <laughs> you know what i mean dude i i know there's still there's still so much we could say about it like uh, jennifer tilly's back and she's she's at the top she's, of her game dude, too like how good is she i think she's definitely like i'm saying that so adamantly because i saw the previous movies yeah and you know and you know it's jennifer tilly so you you, you get what you get but but she was so good in portraying that just crazy, 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 crazy side of that character that you're like, yo, who's the crazier one here? Is it Charles or is it yeah. uh, or is it um, Jennifer Tilly's character? What's the name again? Um, um, Jen- no, it's Tiffany. It's but Tiffany. Like, Tiffany. But yeah, in yeah, universe, yes. in <laughs> universe, she's in the body of Jennifer Tilly. But yeah, like, but like. Speaking of which, too, actually, um, before we also end this off uh, and, and, and go talk about that last scene, right? Right. Super, super happy they went back into, like, that history between Tiffany and Charles E. Ray, who, by the way, was played by uh, by Brad Dourif's daughter, right? Yeah, so, holy shit. Yes, so right? We, I- like... We didn't figure that out until late in the series' run. Yeah, because I was just going through social media, and then there's the actress, right? Just getting... uh, I forget, it was like Fiona Dorif? Yes, Fiona Dorif, right? Yes. So, like, I was like, oh, she's... I was like, oh, makeup. I'm like, oh, shit, she's the fucking... She plays her fucking dad's character. How awesome is that, man? What a family affair. Because, like, I, I... I was really into these flashbacks. Yeah, so, like, same, same. I, uh, yeah, like, this, so, that's the other thing, like, along with the show, like, you know, along with the current day story, we also got to learn a lot more about Charles Lee Ray as a killer, and, like, diving into his mindset, yeah. and so, like, yes. and, and how it. it all, like, his whole mentorship of others started from, like, his own mentor, like, 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 like this is, I don't know, it's just, it's such a good evil thing. Yes. Like, there's so much, like, evil and, like... I love it. And we I love get, it like, and it's well done. 
yeah, and when we see Fiona Duriff, like I was like, wow, they got a really good looking like young Charles Lee Ray over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did they find this kid? But no, it's literally like his kid. It's literally, so. it's literally his daughter in makeup, yeah. you know. And and this is why her voice is so cool too, because she's just acting like her dad, you know. Yes, um, and that's yes. why it works. And. That's also why this show just works because they think about those little details in order to make sure this wild show is connected. It's all like it's all connected, and now that all goes back to like uh, like I was saying the the care that Mancini's put yeah. into making this mm-hmm. production because like his it's little like, baby, you know, it, yeah. it's like he's baking bread. You know, he has to bake the sourdough bread. It takes forever and, to bake it. Yeah, and you can tell that care is from everyone who's involved too, because it's like, you know, all because, because he's brought so many of these key players back for another thing because they, they're, they've been around with them for so long. Yeah. They all, they all like understand their part in this too. And they all like, they all love what they do. You know yeah, what dude, I mean? Like, I'm, I'm super curious about the whole, uh, back in production of it. Like it was like, Hey guys, listen, I have this idea. Um, are you guys down? This is the budget, so we all kind of got to take a pay cut. But if we take a pay cut, it's gonna be on fucking TV, bro. Right? Yeah, word. Like it, that's the other thing where it's like, you know, I um, mean, what's Andy doing? Seriously, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's also it, it's also clearly a commitment, though. Very. That's the other thing. Yeah. It, it's like that commitment you can feel through a passion each and project. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And this is even true for like uh, going back to what you're saying about the kids. Like these, like these are great kid actors. Like they, they found like here we go another show that's found yep. some great kids. And then there's a lot of um, quote unquote progressive stuff in it too, you know. But it's all, but which is super well done, by the way. Yeah, it, it like, doesn't, it like, doesn't feel forced. Dude, like you dude, know, like super super well done. I think there was a dude. I, I have a total brain fart now, but I think there was a, like another show trying to do the same thing. Right, I totally forgot which one it was, but I'm like, you see, like that's how you do it. Like that's if if you want to, oh, I think Eternals or some shit like that, right? Right. Like, yes. Um, uh, so Eternals, Eternals is like, oh yeah, this one, like he's the, gay. Yeah, they, they awkwardly kind of did it. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm like, yo, like this was done with so much taste and class. That yeah. it was just a natural it's, part of the story, and that's what yes, that's what we're always right. talking it's, about here. Tess. Yes, it's built right into yes, the fucking story. Yes, that's exactly what we're always right. talking about. Nobody yes. bats an eyelash to it. Nobody bats an eyelash to it. Like it just flows back with the story. It's like, oh, you got this together. Oh, cool. Now and then you they just keep going with it, you know, because there's a bigger part of the story, and that's this little fucking doll that legit wants to start an army and kill everybody, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, like, and that's how to do it. Like yes, that, dude, is, that, that is that is how absolutely to do it. how to how to deal with things like that. You just write them naturally into the story. Don't make a big deal out of it. Like I love how the mom responded to everything. I love how the friend responded to everything. It was just oh, dude, it just flowed, you know. Yeah, they were like, oh, cool, move along. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, along. cool. We have, a, we have a little killer dog on the loose. Let's try to figure that one out, you know. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. Glad your kids yes. are happy. But so, like, let's, that's yeah. just another testament to like how surprisingly good Mancini wrote this thing out, bro. Like yes. it's it's honestly, I never thought him to be such a great auteur. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like I, this like, from the, from front to end dude is just yes wow yes. like the 
the story was the last thing we expected to like about a child's a, play about TV a series, Chucky right? show about yeah, a Chucky show, the, man. But the story is the like the story is the biggest thing, and a lot of the writing is good too. Dude, like, honestly, I, like this is like this is a perfect ten in my review scale. I've been <sighs> thinking a lot about it, dude. Let's think about it right now. Let's break it down. The story it gets a two. It's it's a good fucking story. You know right. what I mean? The cast, it gets a two. The gore. Oh, my God, dude. The gore in this There's thing. There's a lot of... Oh, yeah. So, let's go back to the ending, right? right? The, the gore. gore in this thing is so good. Just just the doll gore alone <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, because, like, it's a thing in this franchise they've established previously that, like, the longer his soul is in a doll, the more human it becomes. So, like, you know, when you finally get what, it, like, the doll kills of, like, the original doll, which is, it's so fucking satisfying. Because first you get the one where, um, the one where Tiffany's carving his head off with, like, the little... Oh, like, yeah, little with the little blade, fire. right? Dude, yeah. that's... Oh. That's it's good. so satisfying because yeah, she's cutting a doll, but it feels so like it, it, it feels, feels like so, a piece of meat. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it's so brutal, and then like that brutality, you get the like the final kill of like Jake Holt, like it's like just squeezing the life out of it. Yeah, but then like oh, then you get the eyes, the eyes popping. popping out. Oh my god! And then there's this amazing movie theater sequence where Chucky is just crawling on the floor of this movie theater, just stabbing people's butts. And apparently it's like instant death, but like, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll fucking take it. I'll take it. I don't know how you get up from that one anyway. You know what I mean? Like, pun intended. You're right. It's it's such a fun sequence. It's a high body count. It's an (laughs) evil sequence too, bro. Like, when you realize what he's going to do. And you're like, oh my god! Like when he first tried to do it to um uh, to this girl's mom, yeah, because she just got up, and then her dad sat down, and he tried it again. I was like, oh, it's like again, it goes back to how well written the character of Charles Lee Ray and Chucky is, and like in this version of it, it's such, it's it's legit an evil kind of like sadistic sociopath. You know what I mean? It's evil. It's fucking evil, and it's awesome and he's having so much fun doing i can't help but smile watching like like that whole sequence was just like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever it it's so wild because when you like really put it into perspective you're like you at the end of the show you're like uh, you're really liking chucky and at the same time you're also really liking the kids you know so it's like i yeah, because the whole time I was like, "Oh, one of these kids is gonna bite it," but like, I'm also glad that the exactly the I'm like, survives, I hope right? not, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad they managed to make it out to whatever. Dude, season how many two times? Has planned, you know? That's a great point. How many times do I say, "Oh, like they all should have died. They all should have died. They all should have yeah, died." Or like, like the <laughs> we we talked about like the pound of flesh, you know, but yeah. like. This time, it's arguably, like, emotional pound of flesh. But listen, like, like, what? Like, Devin lost his mom, right? Yeah, Um, Devin lost his mom. uh, Jake lost his dad, but that was also a good thing because his dad was a piece of shit. Right? right, but also like uh, uh, Junior lost his mom. I love that. Like I love that the stakes were just like brought so high, like so quickly. Chucky was like, you know what? Um, yeah, I yeah, think I'm gonna kill your right. mom. I'm gonna kill your mom. I'm gonna kill your dad. You're right. There's no, there's no wasted time. No, dude. Chucky has no chill. Remember, his dad died in the first episode, right? 
Yeah, he yeah he kills the fuck he kills Jake's dad in the first episode. Yeah, with right. Like, yeah, with, right. With and vomit, then, yeah. <laughs> with the vomit electrocution. Yeah. Yo, and then and, it, it reminded me of like a, a Team America scene when he was vomiting for a second. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that too, but like, and but it then, worked. It worked though. And then your first kill is Devin Sawa, who like. First of all, is the fucking veteran here? Like Devin Sawa, you know, RIP. He was he was big back for like two years. So, uh, what dude, was but it? like he, he died. In a, he died in a special way. He died of not like he died both from a human kill and a Chucky kill because yes. his son used Chucky to beat the shit out of him, bro. Yeah, out of his twin brother. Like it's fucking. That's just fun shit. Like. That's the other thing. Like when you when you think about all the little details outside of context too. Oh like, fuck, Tex, that's right. Like yeah, I, I, Devin dude, Sawa played his dad with the makeup. Yes, Devin Sawa was two brothers. Oh was my two twin brothers. God, that's insane. <laughs> Like, I was like, when what you, are you talking about? I just realized it. Yes, like when you take all of this out of context, when you pick, when you pick in little things, and you're like, I can't believe that fucking worked. Th- this is all why this is a perfect ten, right? Because yes. it's like you have you have uh, Devin Sawa playing twins. You That's have a, so good. You have a young gay couple who are actual kids and not like fucking 18, 20 yeah, year olds exactly. playing kids. You have um, you have a, you have Brad Dourif's daughter playing a younger version of himself while they dub over her voice you know for the yep. flashbacks yeah you have like you have jennifer tilly playing jennifer tilly but like or playing the character <laughs> in possession of jennifer tilly's body then you have child's play actors from one and two coming back hunting down the the dolls he split his soul into yeah then you have the gore then you have then you have the fourth wall breaking at the end where Chucky's like, I'll see you in season two. Let's oh, look back and at like gives the body count too. Yeah. Where oh, it's like, dude, oh, it's, it's so like good. Fate. This is what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> the story is absolutely damn near perfect, in my opinion, for a horror TV show. As, right? as saying, and this is still a TV show yeah, that exactly. aired on TV. Like, like this is- the cast is is awesome. Right. Yes. They got their money's worth with all those kids. The production, the quality of the, the show, quality like of is the surprisingly show. was surprisingly like high for a sci-fi show for a TV show. Period. And then on top of that, like I said, the gore was epic. And then to finish it off, my final score for the legacy, it's a it's a perfect two for that because you you made a fan of this like you acquired me a fan like like yes how, yes how did yes. you do that you know what i mean you yes. had this franchise that was already rooted in in history you know what i mean and then you completely just made it good <laughs> and it's still rooted in history and it's still rooted like, in history you know it's not even like it's not even a full reboot. This is a creed we're talking about here. Come on, this Star Wars. Like, Let's just take a fucking little hint from that, you know? Dude, All these is, franchises take a hint from that. You're absolutely right. This is a sequel that feels new. Like, yeah, this is dude, like, it's it's wild. I'm like, shit, I want to watch Chucky shit now, man. I'm I like, know. fuck. Um, and, I, it's, it's good. It's and dude, so good. I... I don't know, you know, there's no way season two is going to be as good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. at the same, like, I'm yeah. going to watch it, but I think, I think I just appreciate that this one happened. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was. Um, it's the same situation with um, the first season of The Exorcist on Fox, where yes. that, that first season was just like a mind blowing, like holy shit, where was the story all along? And and the season two, it's like, uh, okay, I'll go back to season one at some point. Where, yeah, where this <laughs> is like this should have been a limited series. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So it's the same thing with this. Like, I know just. By percentage and chances alone, and you know, what I mean, probability that I season mean, two is not going to be as good after Halloween Kills, right? Where it's like we don't have faith in sequels Dude, anymore. No like, more no- faith because I had thought for sure that was going to be the hit, and right. look, and look what it is! Look what it is—the horror hit of 2021, folks. Was is- fucking Chucky on Sci-Fi now on Peacock, folks. So you have no excuse. Go watch it on Peacock. Then come back and watch this episode. But if you're listening to this portion of it, you already heard the whole thing. So I'm assuming yeah. you already saw the show. Um, again, go back to watch it on Peacock. Um, if you need a little bit more enlightenment on the whole drama of Chucky, go watch Cult of Chucky, Curse of Chucky. I think uh, I think that's also on Peacock. Which is smart. That's very smart. That's very smart, right? Good job, <laughs> fucking NBC, right? Hey, listen. Peacock is bringing it. I'll take it, right? Yeah. It's funny how they keep pimping Halloween kills. Like, no, get that out of the way. <laughs> Give me more Chucky. Give me more Chucky, folks. And th- thank you, folks, once again for joining us. Um, go check out uh, um, the Chucky show now on Peacock. And, and go check out the rest of our episodes on the archive, man. We got 89 of those of you for you fucking guys out there. All right. This is, again, <laughs> episode 90 of The Morgue. An official Core Speed podcast, and I am Artropedia, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And you guys are awesome for listening. Thank you so much. A big shout out to Glamorowski for the music. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. Go check out their SoundClouds and their IGs, respectively. Go check out our um, Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. Go leave a shout out. Go leave a message. Go leave a like, a heart, a follow, whatever you want to do. Again, thank you so much for listening. And this is The Morgue. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. <laughs>